0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey, y'all. 7 rounds on Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. LSU really could have used those performances from Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson on Saturday. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. chairman of the Give Us Double Monday Night Football Every Monday Mm. committee. And with me, as always, is AJ... Why won't DK Metcalf let Russ cook, Marchese? <laughs> yeah, he sucks, Rob. He stinks. Uh, he got alpha by uh, Travon Diggs. A little SEC on SEC crime there. Yeah, yeah. Today we will be talking all the NFL rookies who thrived and struggled in Week Three. Let it. Seven.
0: Seven. 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 One. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving up to Cleveland maybe Looking for a Lawrence or Suelle Don't draft specialists on the first day Don't draft specialists on the second day Maybe draft a punter in the sixth We'll see Let's go seven rounds Let's go seven rounds together Let's go seven rounds forever
1: and that's a song The wait is finally over A triple header of fun is upon us this week Football is in full effect With many teams strutting their stuff early The NBA Finals are here And the MLB Playoffs are in full swing You might now be you might not be at a game this year. <laughs> Ad copy guy learned to write, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going to go the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, AJ. All right. Let's 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 do the rookie QB rundown. Um you want to start with a uh, you, you give me the the rundown on Burrow, I'll give you the rundown on Herbert.
0: Rob, that sounds like a plan to me. All right. Joe Burrow didn't okay. lose. <laughs> he tied. And that, that was that's suck.
1: sack. That's uh, hey, that's so Cincinnati of him.
0: They tied a couple years ago, right? he and the Eagles?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Anyways, uh I thought Donovan McNabb didn't know
0: Oh, fuck, right. Let's break down that game before we get into this. (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought Joe Burrow looked fantastic. Like You saw right away, he was doing the old extending the play and making throws like he does. Like He had that that one that went all over Twitter where he got – it was called back, but it was the Higgins where he did a little uh, 360 and made a fucking T.J. Edwards fall down. That looked like LSU Joe, but even there was like the – the like just like the little shoulder shimmies where he makes the guys miss like the classic Joe Burrow moves and he saw it all the time um where else do I go you know what I liked the yards per attempt were better and like it was it was way more 10 plus yard throws this week that was great a lot of intermediate throws um the Bengals off the line is still fucking brutal so so like yeah there were still um some a couple bad sacks he took like we just held on to the ball too long but like I'm not gonna knock him for it because he's trying to make the plays and he's already dodged one sack. You can't ask him to dodge another one. Sometimes, you know what I mean? What are you gonna say? He's also
1: a rookie, and the fact that he's already playing at this high level in through like all three games he has played in have been positive with multiple positive takeaways, and I think he's gotten better each week. Yes, yeah. Um, and that's again with a terrible offensive line in front of him uh he, he also the shot he took I think it was Malik Jackson yeah, who, who yeah. murdered him He'll be he only missed fine. a play and came back yeah he only missed a play and came back in I think that that like earned some extra respect for him we week.
0: saw we saw him already like last year we we knew he was a tough guy right he got he got when he got hit he got well, hit
1: hard remember the he, going back not even last year at LSU the year before when they played UCF and he got yeah. murdered and then people were like, like his stats ever since getting taking that shot were it was when he became <laughs> tremendous.
0: Yeah, uh speaking of stats, I'll throw it in here quick. Thirty one to forty four, three hundred and twelve, uh two touchdowns, no picks. I think uh T. Higgins kind of coming alive seems like it, it'll be big for the Bengals and Joe. Like uh, already they seem to have some nice chemistry and we've talked about AJ Green and Burrow not really being on the same page and maybe Green yeah. taking a big it's, step. Back. A
1: step. Yeah.
0: yeah. Boyd had a and big game. The... Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was going to say the John Ross experience not working out, but <laughs> yeah, scratch. Yeah. If you if if you end up with obviously Tyler Boyd's one of the best um, slots in the league, and then you you get this out of T Higgins as your ex, and yep. hey, you could even go back to the well and take another receiver next year, and just keep surrounding surrounding him with talent. It's how 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 frequently were they going five wide empty?
0: It felt like not as much as, especially well, last week. The week, week.
1: before, yeah, against Cleveland, it, it felt so constant.
0: But, the, yeah, it still was. And, like I said, it just, um, I guess the one knock that you could have gave Burrow, other than, like, the rookie mistakes, it's just a lot of checking down, which, well, whatever, but there was a lot more big-time throws in this game, which, uh, which I came it, away really it, impressed yeah. with, yeah.
1: And just the fact that he, I mean, I know it's a banged up Eagles team, but that defensive line is harassing him nonstop. Yeah, for And f- he, he I, I, they didn't win, but they didn't lose. So, that's correct. The fucking, the Bengals off the line sucks, man. He, he is, uh, he's been in every game as the Bengals starting quarterback. That's pretty impressive.
0: Yep. And this should have been his first win. But, I mean, they could have easily be 2 and 1, like, really easily.
1: Yeah. Instead, they're 0 2 1 sick i love that's when we get sick. a tie that's way better it's always the <laughs> Bengals. yeah <laughs> Bengals love to tie it's weird um jump into herbert it wasn't the same i don't think gargantuan performance of the burrow mm-hmm. uh and it wasn't quite as good as when he was thrown in last week last second he ended up throwing for over uh for for 330 uh, a touchdown a pick I would say, overall, if you if you look at it in the context of he was playing an NFL team, he had a good day. But when you look at it in the context that he's playing the Panthers, it was it was a little rougher. You kind of hoped he would build on on week two's performance and kind of unleash against this Panthers defense that is full of youth. Yeah, um, he struggled to find consistency. It didn't help that Brian Burns was eating their rotation of right tackles alive. Um, he, he had a strip sack. He had another strip sack that didn't stand. Um, Herbert, I think overall, the my biggest concern from the game was pocket awareness. He, not that he was holding on to the ball for too long. It's just when you have an offensive line that is that inconsistent, like Brian Bulago was out, Trey Turner was out, so they're, they're two best, and, and uh, Mike Pouncey is missing this season. They're three best offensive linemen. We're not playing. Um, I I think part of the problem was he just couldn't feel the rush. There was there was some times where he dropped back, he wouldn't feel the rush and step up when he had a clean pocket in front of him. Um, the interception to Dante Jackson was just I I, yeah. I, I don't think he saw Dante Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't realize Dante Jackson was just sitting back playing zone uh, and threw the out. Jackson just stepped right in front of I think Keenan Allen. Um. He's still kind of struggling to find that downfield chemistry with Mike Williams. Mike Williams ends up hurting his hamstring. And I th- I think that's kind of the key to unlocking this this Chargers offense lacks identity right now. Um and I think kind of the key would be if Herbert with his arm talent and Mike Williams' ability to win downfield contested catches, if they can get that connection happening, I think that would be a huge game changer. Yeah, for because sure. Because he he's he's loving Keenan Allen. Um, Keenan Allen was working out of the slot and he, he's loving him on those on those like option routes uh, in, in quick throws and he's loving Hunter Henry over the middle um, he, he gets Austin Eckler really involved um, <laughs> and, and like I I honestly I think it's just you have to unlock those more intermediate and downfield plays because right now the offense is a lot of dink and dunk yeah. with those, th- those three as in Allen, Eckler and Henry and um, Ultimately, like I think he's shown enough through his two games that he is clearly better than Terod Taylor uh, and should be playing over him. They also threw a whole hell of a lot more than you'd expect. Yeah, because they were running the ball fairly well, but they kind of got away from it. And I, I don't. It's just again the offense seems to lack some identity right now.
0: I will say, like you, like you touched upon the the chemistry between Herbert and Keenan Allen looks pretty good
1: right now. And that's why I think if they can unlock that downfield connection with him and Mike Williams, like Mike oh, yeah. Williams is the most, well, one of the most physical players at the catch point in the league, and just has insane uh, body control and, and hand strength. If they can unlock those big plays and mix those in, I think this offense would look so different, right? Because right now it's a lot of Ken Allen uh, who's just cooking people on short option routes, and like dumps to Austin Eckler and mixing in a Hunter Henry maybe curl or seam shot every once in a while, but <laughs> I, I think I think you, you unlock that and you know, open up this offense a little more and don't I it kinda of bothered me how much they they kind of leaned on Herbert in a close game. Yeah. Like I, I get that Austin Eckler's not a bell cow and Josh Kelly looked pretty good though. Uh their rookie running back, but I don't know, I, I just think there's a lack of um, Offensive identity right now. I'm excited to see him against Tampa Bay because that's a that's a monstrous defense. Um, I think it, that he's he if they don't figure out a consistent offensive game plan, he's gonna be in for a long day.
0: Yeah, uh, like you said, 49 attempts. That's that's a lot.
1: I think that's too many. In for like if Burrow did that, Burrow's done more than that. <laughs> that that team so like the the team is built to suck so yeah that's fine but like this chargers team's supposed to be in theory a great defense um a a strong running game and competitive contending for a wild card spot and i just i don't know what what that offensive identity is right now because when joey bosa isn't able to just wreck a offense um they kind of they kind of lose their way i guess yeah um okay you want to jump into offensive rookie of the week
0: Pretty easy one for me this week,
1: Rob. Uh, Justin. I Jefferson. think for everybody.
0: Yeah, man. Um, which is pretty awesome because he didn't really do too much in his first couple games, and then he uh, absolutely exploded.
1: Yeah, seven catches, 175 yards, and a score. He it, it was like in the in the first half, he was just giving Malcolm Butler <laughs> everything he could handle. Yeah,
0: it was all Malcolm Butler, baby.
1: <laughs> and then in the in the second half, he had the monstrous touchdown. Um, where they they go play action and poor old Jonathan Joseph's trying to (laughs) hang with Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Then, and just not just that, but the way he broke the tackles and cut back and did the greatest touchdown dance. Um, I think, I think we're in for a much more Justin Jefferson focused passing game. That, cause that, that, that was his first start, I believe. Um, he was playing like only like half the snaps last week and then mm-hmm. a huge uptick this week. And his, his the, I think the most impressive thing about it was it wasn't like at LSU, remember? Um, a lot of it was obviously Jamar Chase was the dominant downfield, kind of getting more of the attention. Je- yeah. Justin Jefferson was it was a lot of when they were out a structure, he, he would, uh, him and Joe Burrow had such great chemistry, he would work open or he would find holes in zones. That was, like, kind of his game at LSU. I yeah. think the most impressive thing was he, he was destroying Malcolm Butler in man coverage.
0: Had that one down the sideline on Butler where he just went up and plucked it on 50-50. Yeah.
1: That, I think that was my, like, although the touchdown was amazing, I think that was my favorite play. Me too. Lines up out wide on the left. And, and his hop release on that just immediately cooked Butler off the line of scrimmage. And then, like you said, the the like the body control to win that 50-50 ball, pretty awesome.
0: He would have had another touchdown, too, if uh, Kirk threw a better ball on that kind of post, cross, or whatever it was. Uh, It wasn't wasn't like he he was wide open, but Kirk could have uh, got it to him for a TD. A
1: better better quarterback that's a TD. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think this is one of the most dominant rookie performances I can remember. From a wide receiver or in general? In general. It was pretty great. And a wide receiver. But... uh,
0: it felt like the just offense kind of went through him, it like him and Dalvin Cook. Yeah,
1: well, it, it was interesting. He, for the majority of the first quarter, he didn't have a like didn't have a target, and then he had. I think just as the first quarter was ending, he had back to back picked up back to back first downs, yeah. and then after that, it was just like this is the whole offense is going through Justin Jefferson, or the whole passing game is going through Justin Jefferson, who's working like he was playing all over the the field too. Like he he was lining up at, at every receiver position, mm-hmm. and he he was he was winning vertically. He was winning um, horizontally on like quick outs, and just you no, know, he looked fantastic And, and that route running. We've always had the route yeah. running is the most transferable skill for a young receiver, and boom, there it is.
0: It was a lot of like like you saw with him at LSU, like we just mentioned, um, like the moving the sticks routes were. You know, just an easy out route for Kirk. You got out there, it's a first down. Like, those type of plays. And then uh, we already talked about the, the yak on the touchdown, but he had another play where he uh, just kind of threw the Jets on after, like, a 8, 10-yard catch and picked up another, I don't know, 15, yeah. 20. So,
1: yeah, it looked great. Yep, yep, yep. He was awesome. Gives us a, a reason to maybe enjoy a Vikings game every once in a while. You've got <laughs> him and D- Dalvin Cook to watch. Yeah. I've, still, I've, still couldn't win. Had easily their, their best game of the year. And And they couldn't win, yeah. You know, uh, maybe they're tanking. Imagine Justin Fields. That'd be cool.
0: They might as well. Like, you know you're not making the playoffs at 0-3. Fucking tank for a quarterback, baby.
1: Trade Kirk. Kirk's clearly taking a step back, too. Yeah. Trade Kirk to Washington. They need a quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Defensive Rookie of the Week? You know,
0: uh, no one really popped to me, especially in my games, uh, positively at all, so... (laughs) uh i'm dipping into a ronnie game here and i'm giving it to a guy who just kind of had to bounce back welcome to the nfl performance derrick brown
1: oh god that's not a good pick what he had three tfl he has, that's he, un- he 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 looked better for sure in the run game but he's still not impactful at all in the past no no i know but. as a pass for sure but no he like it was easily like it it was relieving to see him do that um and he he was he was very good against the run, but I don't know rookie of the week. I, like
0: literally, no one stood out to me, so I just wanted to give it to him for. Uh, I I not, got
1: one obvious one, so, but
0: not being shitty. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I think we saw some of, like the heavy hands in the run at times, and the power in the first two weeks, but like really bad performance, obviously. Uh, and in the run, he put it together this week. Like the three T-Files were impressive. I think he had another tackle and assist or whatever. Uh, and, like, just the strength was impressive. He was tossing the Chargers. And, like, you already mentioned, uh, the Chargers' <laughs> offensive line was really uh, banged up. So it wasn't like it was a fucking phenomenal.
1: No. I just I'm also wa- being extra hard on him.
0: Oh, yeah. I, like, in reality, it's a good rookie performance.
1: Oh, it's a great rookie performance. I, I, I guess for, for me, I, well, for the the week last week was his low. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned against the Raiders that when he wasn't against Richie Incognito, like he looked like fine. Yeah, and then and then yeah, so I guess it is a nice big rebound for him coming that, off his worst game. That's why you just want st- to. I guess overall, it's just my concern was he's still not impacting pass rush at mm-hmm. all. Yeah, but he did look really great against the run. So there, <laughs> you win AJ. You want to who look good as a pass rusher? Because that's my defensive rookie of the week. Who look good, Rob? Any guesses? As a pass rusher? Yes.
0: Uh Antoine Winfield Jr. again, baby.
1: Correct. They blitzed him ten times. <laughs> That's awesome. Todd Bowles loves him. Um, okay, so he had a sack. On another blitz, he broke up a pass, and then another one he caused an interception. That's he it. is the best blitzing D B, not named like Jamal Adams in the league, I think already. Um, hey, hold on. Derwin he, James when he's healthy, and Der, Well, I don't, hey, Der, Derwin's a no DB, he's a defensive weapon, DW. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, you're but right. yeah, no, w- 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 I think the combination of Bowls being his DC and then this defense is actually low key loaded. Yeah, it's like, good. I, th- I think it's one of the best defenses in the league. Um, because Shaq uh, Barrett was unstoppable in this game. Um, I mean, Levante, David, and Devin White are one of the best linebacker duos in the league. Mm-hmm. But it's that that secondary that's always been the question is all starting to come together. Like Carlton Davis keeps looking good. <laughs> um, Mike Edwards looked good, um, and then Winfield Junior is kind of their defensive X weapon X. Ex- that's Brian Dawkins. But yeah, like they the amount they blitz him is hilarious and. When, when he's not blitzing, he's actually playing in back in coverage. Like, he he is totally looking fine. Um, his lack of size hasn't been an issue. He, he's keeping up. Uh, his cover instincts are, I think, a big reason why. Like, he doesn't take missteps. He's always in the right position. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up making a Pro Bowl as a rookie. I, uh, I wouldn't be either, especially,
0: you know, Tampa Bay, the spotlight's there. You know what Who else would look pretty good, too? Whitehead.
1: Yeah, no, like, the, all these young guys uh, are starting to kind of find it.
0: It's, yeah, it's it's huge for Tampa. Mm.
1: Oh, like, in Vita Vea, too, uh looked really good. Um, but, yeah, like, I think easily right now, for me, the two best defensive rookies through three weeks are Wimfield Jr. and Chase Young, who mm-hmm. obviously got hurt, hurt. this week. And so, I think he only ended up playing, like, 13 snaps. So yeah, barely. Won't played. be much talk on him, but, yeah, those two have been incredible. Uh, worst rookie you saw?
0: I, I don't think there was a really low low like we've had the there first wasn't release.
1: there wasn't a there wasn't a blatant one.
0: No, I, I chose Patrick Queen. I just that's a good one. Yeah, he got exposed in coverage again. They kept going after him. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just kept making him look silly. I think I I messaged you during the game saying has he uh, never played against Clyde Edwards-Hilaire like yeah it was I it, it was funny it was weird. Um, then they got on that that the double fake tight end screen thing they always run to uh, Travis Kelsey. He just kind of sprinted out to, to Tyreek Hill. Kelsey was wide he, open. Go ahead, he Dan.
1: looks very, very raw, which I think was what we knew. Yeah. Like he is, he, he barely started, like he started half a season essentially at LSU. Um, athletically, he's got all the tools. You saw at LSU what he can do when he's on, but I think he's going to take longer than some of these other guys yeah. to kind of find his way. I think um, like he's
0: looked okay against the run but not great, and, uh, yeah, the pass has been Easy. bad.
1: Hey, he's better than Isaiah Simmons, so. Okay, hold on. Can I
0: – let me jump there because I just put this one for fun. For worst rookie, I put Isaiah Simmons versus DeAndre Swift because uh, Simmons played 10 snaps. I think he maybe had a tackle. Uh, Swift got six snaps, had a catch for 19 yards, no carries. Oh my God. I don't know what the fuck is going on with either of those. I don't even want to talk about it. I just threw it down because it's funny.
1: Uh, at least with Swift, you can you know the Lions are a horrible franchise that would rather just pound Adrian Peterson. Like i sure Patric- Simmons they, thing is scary. Yeah, they asked Patricia
0: and he's like, oh, we wanted to control the clock. It was AP time or something like that." I'm like, okay, cool,
1: <laughs> respect. But yeah, like it's scary that obviously Week One against the 49ers, Shanahan really went after Simmons, and since then they haven't played him. I don't understand. Are they understand. just not playing him because of that? Because I don't think that makes sense. Uh, Help, yeah. play him at play him at safety.
0: Yeah, I don't... Dude, like, really, uh, that, that logic makes no sense to me. Uh, we know Shanahan's one of the best play callers in the league. I don't know, man. It, use it just, them, Use them,
1: Use them like Jamal Adams. Yeah. If you're not going to use them like a linebacker. I don't know. Just it get sucks. them on the field. Your defense isn't very good. Yeah, it's,
0: it really sucks.
1: Um, my worst rookie is a rookie who's actually really good through the first two weeks and then just kind of... Hit the rookie wall maybe on Thursday night football. C.J. Henderson.
0: Yeah, I put him for underwhelming performance.
1: Yeah, he he really struggled uh, against Devontae Parker and Preston uh, Williams. Um, he got called on pi. Yeah. I think he he missed a tackle. Yeah, if he, I remember correctly. He, he
0: did. He looked didn't look great tackling at all during the game.
1: No, no, and it, it sucks because he had looked so good through those first two weeks. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I like it was again. It wasn't a horrible week from anybody. Uh, that was actually playing um but he he clearly struggled but hey Fitz Fitz had one of his Fitz games so
0: (laughs) yeah he did uh no that Uh, that, it's hard to say he's the worst but yeah he did just like a very disappointing performance
1: yeah I think I think that's more why I put him I was like like it, it was a more impactfully underwhelming performance than some of these other guys yeah no that's a good point uh primetime star I, I got a couple but I, I gave
0: Clyde edwards Hilaire the headline here um oh I thought you'd go James Robinson you know what I, I just keep I keep keeping him in for uh, UDFA rookie so I just I didn't want to overlap because <laughs> <laughs> he's the best we can talk Robinson uh yeah I don't know Clyde was great again like 64 rush in in on the ground 70 catching, uh five catches.
1: it was nice it yep. was nice that they finally got him involved as the pass catcher and you saw that one. Over the shoulder. Where, Patrick yeah. Queen, yeah, like, maybe. Yeah, like that. His <laughs> ball-tracking ability for a running back, it was really nice to finally see. Like, he wasn't yeah. the most impactful guy on the ground, but to see that when he isn't going on the ground, you can still get him involved as a big-time playmaker, as a yeah, pass catcher, exactly, I think that's yeah. huge.
0: And I think, like, even on the ground, even though it wasn't a monster performance, he just was not going down on first contact, and you always appreciate that from a back. And, yeah, like you just said, the, <laughs> the little wheel, or whatever it was, uh... It's like a corner wheel. It's kind of a weird design. They ran it at LSU a lot, but uh, yeah, Patrick Queen just <laughs> got caught so flat-footed, and that was a great over-the-shoulder catch.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with Solomon Kinley because he's my boy. You love him, as we yeah, know. I know. Yeah, the the Dolphins' rookie right guard. Um, he was just killing people again against Jacksonville on on Thursday Night Football. He he was a, a huge reason they were successfully running the football pretty well early in that game, um, and, and they kept fits fairly clean throughout. He is just he's one of those guys that just is a motherfucker. Like I I kind of get some Gabe Jackson vibes with him right now, um, where it's just he isn't the most athletically gifted guy. And not the most technically sound pass blocker, but he wins because he, um, because he, he he's trying to kill people. He's so aggressive at all times. He's he's kind of becoming the tone setter on that offensive line that is very young, but uh, surprisingly holding up. As we've
0: said, uh, like last week, there's been a lot of good rookie offensive linemen
1: mm-hmm it's shocking
0: it is really and like 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 we said before it's not just those top tackles it's a lot of these later in round three
1: linemen guards specifically yeah. but yeah. yeah um underwhelming underwhelming performance
0: actually can i give a quick shout like first of all duvernay had the kick return touchdown uh second of all Noah way uh just like a not like it was a great game, but it wasn't a bad game so much more... better, much better
1: yeah so they actually... played a lot of zone and they had played well, it's stupid that they threw him in yeah and basically had a man up with Stefan Diggs for for the entirety <laughs> yeah. of a game and he just gets torched and then against um against the Jaguars they're playing a lot more zone and he he looked a lot more comfortable
0: yeah exactly. and they didn't have
1: DJ chark obviously but
0: yeah but but still uh so I just want to give him credit. Uh, my number one underwhelming was CJ Henderson. Uh my number two sticking with the first round corners, Jeff Okuda. Yes, he had the interception. Uh it was a great play. He trailed Hopkins across and then cut under uh under, undercut and then doe on the dive it was pretty sick. But <laughs> he missed lots of tackles, like especially on Kyler. Um and there was the one on the goal line. He got cooked by Kyler. Yeah, he just made him look fucking silly. Um also, they were playing him so far off the line of scrimmage, like almost constantly, like 10 yards of cushion against Hopkins. Uh, when he wasn't, <laughs> one play Hopkins just cooked him off the line, and then Okuda couldn't locate the ball. Uh, it was like a 39-yard 39, 39 gain. I think he had like 79 yards against him total, and then a DP uh, defensive holding. So it was a lot of, like, just the rookie shit from him. But, like, he did have a great TFL on a screen to Hopkins uh, in the red zone. And he had another one on a, on Isabella on an end-around where he just followed him across the field and looked like the rest of the lines were kind of just watching the play. So I, I almost put him for worse, but, like, the interception was big and he flashed a bit. So I just – again, he was a third overall pick and he just got to be better than this.
1: Bad game, but not as bad as last week.
0: Exactly. And another really bad matchup. <laughs> but, like – like, Larry Fitzgerald was beating him, too. I guess that's a bad matchup because he's savvy as fuck, but, but still.
1: Well, I mean, the week before, like, it wasn't <laughs> just Devontae Adams. MBS I, was giving him yeah, hell. Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah.
1: Um, jumping back to the Jaguars, I'm going to say Clavon Chisson. He's still not really doing that much out yeah, there. Yeah,
0: no, he hasn't.
1: He's he's kind of just disappearing for long stretches. Every once in a while, you, you'll see a little bit of a flash. Yeah. Um, and, and I think part of the problem is they don't have a defined role for him. I know we love chess pieces, but when your defense isn't very good, and and his snaps from his snap percentage has decreased. Like okay, week one he played sixty-two percent of snaps, pretty good. Last week against Tennessee, twenty-nine percent, and then this past week against Miami, thirty-nine percent. So I think part of the problem is they like they don't know what they're doing with him. At minimum, I think they should be getting him in there as a situational pass rusher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, opposite Josh Allen. Um, but yeah, right now, I, you hate to see a guy with so much raw talent, but the, the franchise lacks direction. So Yeah.
0: It's not su- really shocking, like surprising, but um, yeah, it sucks.
1: Uh, I also put Andrew Thomas, the Giants left tackle. He, it wasn't a bad game. Hence why it was underwhelming, but that 49ers D, D line is so banged up. He's playing against like Kerry Hyder's giving him issues, <laughs> and I just his anchor was inconsistent. He, uh, he I think he's gotten worse pretty, since week one. Yes, he was playing pretty high. I saw it a little bit as a run blocker where he climbed to Fred Warner one time. Um. Part of the problem is, like, I mean, Fleming's way worse than him. Yeah. <laughs> so, if he gets beat, Fleming got beat quicker. So, it is <laughs> Thomas not giving up that pressure? Um, But, yeah, he... It's hard to shit on a, the fourth overall left tackle when the rest of the offensive line is, like, very bad also.
0: Yeah, when the rest um, of the team is really bad, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh but, yeah, so it, it, underwhelming. Um, who's looking like a hit for you?
0: I think I went here week one, but I'm going to keep patting myself on the back with uh, Michael Wenu because he's been uh, absolutely awesome, as we talked about we talked about a bit pre-show. So, okay, I'll, I'll pat myself. I had a fourth on him. I think it was like 130-some-odd on my big board. He went 182 in the sixth, so I'm going to keep fucking claiming him. <laughs> and I feel like when the, when the draft kind of rolled around, he, there wasn't too many fans. I feel like there was a couple like in March, and that's when I kind of lashed on. And by the time April came around, I was the last one standing, so I'm going to keep calling him a hit. And we talked about, like, okay, so week one, he was just playing in that jumbo package, and he looked good. Week two, he got thrown in at right tackle, and he looked good. And then this week, uh, it was your game. I don't want to step too much, but he got the, got the, the nod at left guard, and you tell us how great he was,
1: Rob. So, yeah, David Andrews, their center was out. They moved left guard Joe Thune to center, and they start on one of you. Is that how you say it? I'm still bad at saying it. Uh, on one of um, yeah. Uh, and, and like you mentioned, he, he had played right tackle the week before, and he That's was like a, a jumbo tight end fullback the <laughs> week before that. And so he starts the game, and he was their best offensive lineman. Um, they ran for, what was it? I have it written down somewhere. They ran for 250 yards.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, a,
1: lo- a lot of it was on the back of him. Yeah, um, Sony Michelle might be the least athletic running back I've ever Dude, seen run it, for run for 100. Years. Like he doesn't. I don't know what happened to him, but I've no idea. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, but when you uh, on hit one of his huge runs pancaked, like he just. Yeah. <laughs> throws bodies. He has so much power and he plays with such great leverage and he's he's such a squatty body but yeah. very wide and he looks like he's going to start there for the next decade. Obviously, Thune was franchise tagged and I don't think they're going to re-sign him uh, assuming David he's, Andrews is, is, is back at center. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think on when he was there 10-year starter, the, the type of guy you, who you call plug-and-play where it's just you, you plug him there and you forget about him for 10 years because he's just that good.
0: Yeah, I, you know what? He, uh, props to Jonah Jackson. He had another fantastic game, and he's he's plug-and-play like on the
1: he, he was win. Yeah, he was awesome the week before. He just yeah. – these guys the, – I, I think Jonah Jackson, O'Neill, um Solomon Kinley have been three of my favorite rookies to watch. Mm. I, oh, I'll say this. Outside of Makai Beckton, I think on one he was the most like physically dominant rookie lineman thus far.
0: Fair enough, yeah.
1: Just the way he moves people is incredible. Um, looks like a hit for me. I'm going with Panthers safety Jeremy Chin. He's been? Okay. Against the,
0: yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> against the Chargers, he was all over the field. I yeah. think he's already, outside of Brian Burns, I think he's already, like, I guess he's their second best Defensive player, outside of Brian Burns. Yeah. Um, they blitzed him on one, and, and he he got a he, he got a huge a uh, uh, a huge pressure and killed Justin Herbert. Um, he swallowed up a screen for a TFL. He was all over the field against the run, and he broke up another pass in the middle of the field. Um, he just this he stands out so much because he's yeah. so big for a safety. He also looks sick in number twenty one, uh, and he's just so explosive. He, he is, like, he's going to be a long-term starter for them, for sure.
0: PFF says he sucks, though, so.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> can, I, can
0: I throw something in here that I was going to tell you before the show and I forgot? Yeah. You, you remember Jack Fox, my punter number two from last year? Yeah. He's a bona fide stud in Detroit now. And I don't know where the hell it came from. Like, he's leading the league in punting average.
1: I'm so happy for you. Uh,
0: thank you. That's, that's sick. Also, one You're more the best t- punter evaluator. I always say that. Mm-hmm. One more weird Lions nugget. Jason Kabinda's a, a fullback now. Yeah, you know. it's hilarious. I, I should have told you about that. <laughs> it's sick, and they more they put him at wide more, out, uh, at one time. It was
1: jokes. More like old school thumping middle linebackers got to make that fullback conversion. Because yeah, fullbacks are back.
0: Yeah, they are retweeting.
1: Like, dude, James Skolsky's going to be a sick fullback. (laughs) Um, Who's looking like a miss?
0: Okay, kind of an easy one. Ross Blacklock. uh, Healthy scratch this week against the Steelers. Uh, Bill O'Brien didn't say why, but, you know, it has something to do with his ejection last week after he threw a punch. Uh, And then, like, last week in week one, when he's been on the field, he's done fucking nothing. So this was a really, really, really not a good look, bad start in Houston for, for Blacklock. And I had him... I think we both had him pretty high, top forty on both our boards, I believe. So,
1: yeah, that's, that's I think he was like thirty-six for me or something. Yeah, it was
0: around the same. Uh,
1: um. Okay, I'm gonna give you Lloyd Cushenberry. No, he has been fucking worked the last two weeks as he, a, in pass pro. I heard like, I, t- he was good in week Tyson one. Tyson Alulu but... killed him last week. Okay. It was hilarious as a Steelers fan how bad Tyson Alulu was giving it to him. Uh, and Tyson Alulu against... has
0: been one of the best interior defensive linemen this year, though. So deal.
1: Hey, I love Tyson Lulu as a Steelers fan, so he, he's like easily plugged the nose tackle uh, spot with Hargrave gone. He's,
0: he's been great. Yeah, anyways, keep going.
1: <laughs> um, And then against Tampa Bay, Vita Vea just ate him alive. His, it, it's, I mean, the thing, like the thing with him was the concerns were his ability in one-on-one pass, bro. Mm-hmm. And that is like, happening and it doesn't help that the Broncos offensive line is pretty yeah. not like Dalton Dalton Reisner didn't look very good against Tampa Bay either um, and just the whole offense j- is
0: a disaster right now too right.
1: well yeah that also doesn't help but yeah he was his, his anchor is just not very strong he needs to get much stronger and he needs to play with a a, a, a more consistent base like uh, Vita Vea just worked him but yeah tough week needs to step it up uh, okay, I'm gonna go two for the
0: brand here, baby. Actually, I got three. One's oh, no. one's less brandy. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into your old bag of tricks and choose Jonathan Taylor again. Uh, I didn't know where to put him, but I wanted to put him somewhere negative. So, even on his touchdown run, like he made McDougal miss where he, he kind of just like juke back into the line, and it was weird. But he had a walk-in touchdown if he just went to the next
1: hole over, bounce it. Anyways, um, <laughs> like, his vision has been. I I did the last two games and his vision, pretty questionable yeah he's just like
0: hammering the line and uh, sometimes just in the backs of his line man like when he does pop a run because i mean the the line is good like he looks athletic but he's not making that many guys miss and uh he's getting tackled around the line of scrimmage a lot and he's not creating for himself at all so uh he's been like for a guy that like people are like is he gonna go for 1500 yards blah blah as a rookie uh he doesn't look like that type of player so
1: Hey, it's been bad for the, the – I, I told you, the, the the drafted rookie running backs have not been good. Clyde and – like, Edward Solaire's been good. But, I, I, it's okay, yeah, but he's first round. I always say take them in the first round if they're good.
0: <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I think Dobbins has been good. They just got to give him more t- touches.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, Ohio State Buckeye. Um, okay, I, I threw a couple down, but you already mentioned Patrick Queen. Yeah. Um, Yitter Gross Matos <laughs> I put down um other than Brian Burns nobody gets pass rush on that team Sick. and when he was in he, he he he's like in the rotation but he's such a non factor right now um so i i, I and, and like part of it with that Panthers team is they're playing so many young guys yeah that like he's going to keep getting snaps and he he needs to do something cuz every time i watch him it's just nothing but maybe i just hate Panthers defensive linemen cuz that's what it seems like you love Brian uh, Burns and stuff, also so. that's true i also put Jerry Judy Okay. When the ball is in it, like he is so electric. I I'm just waiting for him to break one, and this offense needs it bad for him to break one. And he has not yet
0: dinged up a little. I more. I know right. he's
1: he's yeah he's been dinged up. And he's in a bad situation, and he has made plays. I just I love him so much. And I just I I want him to step it up.
0: Hopefully, he's our primetime star next week. Um, I give I'll give you two more. Uh, Trevon Diggs. I feel like we had to talk about him. Um. <laughs> Like, okay, so he's been playing really physical. I-, I like that a lot, but he gave up a ton of yards. He gave up two touchdowns, uh, one where he just had a no chance on Lockett where he stepped inside, and Lockett just cooked him outside easy. Uh, and then the play where he punched the ball out of DK. Great play, obviously, but he got cooked.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone was praising him for that, and I didn't understand why. Cause you got, well, like, I do understand why, but if he's just playing good coverage. Uh, I mean, a turnover is better than an incompletion. Smart guy, actually.
0: <laughs> uh so yeah like the, the effort's been great I, I appreciate all of that from Diggs, and the physicality has been awesome but uh the rest of the, the secondary sucks too he might be the best like but not in a good way i i don't know they need to clean they need him to clean it up because uh they need him <laughs> like daryl worley i don't know he, i think he fucking sucks the safeties aren't good uh, Jordan Lewis, is, I still I still love Jordan Lewis, but yeah, uh, the outside guys and the safeties stink, so they they need digs. Uh, one more guy that uh, the Eagles badly need, John Hightower. It's just like with all the injuries to the pass catchers, again, <laughs> they need him to get open, and he played like eighty snaps in the tie, and he had I was two say, he catches. He a lot. Two catches. Yeah. He did draw a pass interference during the game tying drive at the end. It was kind of sick. It was a stutter go, but anyways. Had a second catch the next play, but, uh, uh, like, they're, uh, I don't know. He's been not good and he's playing this much. And, like, they're doing these bubbles and short throws to Greg War that aren't working. And I feel like they should be for John Hightower. You know what I mean? Like, it's, just, and I don't know. I guess he's bad. But with all the Get hype. Get Quiz
1: Watkins in.
0: Yeah. Uh, is he, I don't know if he's healthy yet. Is he? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, and there was so much hype around Hightower coming out of fucking camp and he's just been <laughs> stinky, so.
1: Um, who's not ready to play?
0: Uh, this one's kind of tough. Jeff Gladney. It's like, I'll I'll walk you through this one, all right? Um, split time at nickel and outside. When he was outside, he kind of got cooked. Especially that, the Khalif Raymond deep shot, which is a really tough assignment for him because Raymond's fast as fuck and there's no safety help. Uh, but still. And then, I don't know, there's another one where Corey Davis converted a third and short, uh, where it just looked like he picked up the wrong guy. Um, then he had a, like, a nice PBU, and I I think he's playing the run... And tackling pretty solid, he's very physical. Yeah, so all that's good, and I think when he's been at nickel, he's been good. It's just outside. Uh, I agree. Yeah,
1: I just watched that game, and, and I thought, well, part of the problem is like Holton Hills the worst starting outside corner. I swear to God, in the league, Dancer was then, hurt like,
0: this week. Yeah,
1: Dancer was hurt, and they're playing like Chris Boyd, who's not good either. <laughs> they just don't have other options where it's they're throwing Gladney. Like, because I think Gladney should like can be a legitimately good impact rookie nickel, but he, he's not hanging well on the outside, that's yeah, for sure. exactly. S- speaking of corners, might not ready to play, Darnay Holmes. He is not ready to play, AJ. Uh, I
0: th- He was my pick after week one, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think he was. Um, Got called on PI. He just, he looks lost. Doesn't ha- like, James Bradbury's pretty good, and outside of that, the rest of the secondary he's pretty not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I understand why he's playing. But yeah, he is consistently out of position.
0: Uh, that's not good.
1: Best day three rookie.
0: Gabe Davis, baby. Four catches, eighty one yards. Uh, after that fucking sick diving touchdown last week, I know diving dipping into your game, but there wasn't too many guys this week. Uh, I I love it. Uh, Gabe Davis looks good, and uh, another guy who has a bit of hype over um, during training camp, and it's it's coming through. Right? But helps that 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 Bills pass game has been fucking amazing, and him and Josh Allen seem to have a really good rhythm going, uh, this week against the Rams.
1: Yeah. When John Brown went down and Gabe Davis came in, it like didn't really no. affect them all that much. Um, it's nice that Gabe, like, obviously digs Brown Beasley is one of the best trios in the league, but Davis gives them something that they can't provide, which is yeah. massive size. Yeah. He, he's their height, weight, speed guy. And I think that foursome is, is just awesome for Josh Allen to have.
0: Yeah, very much so. Um,
1: uh, uh, I went with Michael and when you here, which yeah. obviously we did our spiel on him, and he is awesome. Uh, best on draft rookie? James Robinson. I, I literally
0: just copy and paste uh, from last week and just leave him in, baby. Uh, What, 46 yards, two touchdowns on the ground? But then he was catching balls. I think he had more catches this week than all, than he did all last year at Illinois State. 6'4", 83 on the ground, uh, breaking like four or five tackles. He's a good fucking running back, baby. I love him. I love him so much.
1: Just because I knew you'd copy and paste him in, I went with a different undrafted running back. I put JJ Taylor down. Mm-hmm. He he looks like their new Dion Lewis. And yeah, he's been sick. He, he runs so hard. Uh, I know it wasn't like a massive game for that for him. Forty three yards on the ground against the Raiders, but every he time just they runs get him so goddamn hard.
0: Yeah, every time they get him involved, he's popping.
1: Yeah, so, Sony Michelle sucks, but like um, <laughs> JJ, like JJ, if they if they had a real like go to running back. Having J.J. Taylor and Rex Burkhead compliment that person would be sweet. <laughs> Burkhead had a big game, too. Fuck. Yeah. Rookie who flashed.
0: I'm sticking at running back. I, I I didn't know where to put him, but I thought he deserved to be mentioned. Antonio Gibson. It uh, wasn't like a monster game. Nine carries, 49 yards, a TD, a couple catches. Uh, and I love J.D. McKissick, but Gibson's easy looked look like the best back there. And you know what's impressive? He's running well out of, you know, single back and between the tackles. Excuse me. And he never did that at Memphis. So just... I'm impressed with how like in like it kind of took a couple weeks but understandably but like the nuance of running the football as a running back is starting to, he's starting to pick it up and I think that's impressive
1: I went with 3 49ers here <laughs> um now Jermichael Michael hasty only had three touches my boy but, yeah but hear, hear me out he's uh he's the next um Kyle sure. Shanahan random undrafted running back to be good. Because Jerry so mckinnon though. looks mckinnon looked really good in the passing game
0: yeah
1: uh as did jeff wilson actually but yeah now hasty's into the rotation it's just he's the next Channy running back um but more realistically both the 49ers rookie first round picks looked really good javon mm-hmm. kinlaw and Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk had 101 uh yards from scrimmage on eight touches ran for a touchdown he just he is so explosive and i think once this offense can get healthy and he isn't the f- like, have to be the focal point receiver, yeah. And they can get Debo Samuel in there, like, that's gonna be a lot of fun where there's less pressure on him and we can get more touches to him. But he, uh, Nick Mullins really liked going to him. Uh, and I was, then others,
0: uh, sorry, I, I was just impressed that they did use him. creative. I like, I'm not surprised that Shanny, but the you know, getting him on the end around and stuff, I thought that was cool.
1: Uh yeah they they he was like their jet motion jet sweet man all game, yeah. uh and then Javon Kinlaw he statistically like two tackles and a pass breakup pass breakup was pretty sweet, but immediately he f- first I swear it might have been the first play of the Giants for the Giants offense he immediately blew by Will Hernandez <laughs> and just I don't think he like he didn't get credited with anything but he made the play for a big TFL and. He was just consistently uh, pushing the pocket. He doesn't really have any pass rush moves yet. It's a lot of just bull rushing, but he's just yeah. so long and physical and explosive that it's working. And he looks like a, a little bit like a young DeForest Buckner out there.
0: I'll throw one more lower key one in, in the NFC West. Uh, Alton Robinson. Seahawks <laughs> Twitter has been like, oh my god, you gotta get him in the game. Like The hype has been insanely weird, which I never told you, but it's it's pretty funny uh and then he came in he had a sack in his first game and he, he didn't look bad against the run at all so i just i i'm agreeing with seahawks twitter uh gotta get him on the field more uh, so uh but that was a nice little performance from alton robinson
1: um i don't know
0: where rook okay you ready for this one you're gonna be so happy for me i'd say it right baby in washington four catches 24 yards they're using him on some swing passes he had a reverse he had an end-around where he, where it came back, but uh, he made a guy miss. Making guys miss after the catch uh, consistently. I love it, man. It, it, I, I, did, I didn't expect it at all, but he's like he's playing a lot for them, and he's kind of like the, their slot guy right now, their gadgety guy, uh, which is fucking great. Also, I'll throw this in. Antonio Gandy-Golden had, like, uh 20-yard carry like on uh, end-around, which I thought Hell was goofy. Yeah. And then he got lit up by Carl Joseph, who had a good game too, which also makes you happy, I'm sure. But yeah, the- Isaiah Wright, the biggest pleasant surprise for me.
1: The Washington skill group's hilarious.
0: Dontrell Emmons a stud, baby.
1: Um, yeah. Agreed. Uh, I went with the Steeler rookie running back, Anthony McFarland. Surprisingly, got way more playing time this week. Seven touches, forty nine yards. Easily the the Steelers most explosive running back. James Conner. Hundred yards, Rob. Is very slow. Um, yeah, the <laughs> offensive line was amazing. Uh, like James Conner didn't have a bad game or anything, but it's just having this other factor where McFarland has this type of speed. And and again, it wasn't anything like super studly, but I think you'll slowly see an uptick. He is already, I think more of a factor than Benny Snell for this team. Jalen (laughs) Samuels plays way too much also. (laughs) He's their Kareth White this year, baby. Kareth White's sick. Um start the rook
0: you know what I, i'm gonna go with logan wilson uh the cincinnati linebacker i thought he was easily their best linebacker this week uh he had the interception which helps but it, it was off deflection it wasn't like an amazing play but he, he made the play uh i thought played the run really really well um he made a tackle on sanders on the goal line which you probably did not get, get uh, credit for but he made the play uh they kind of use wilson and uh, adg in like third downs especially early in the game but, like, Bynes and uh, Jermaine Pratt are, like, playing double the snaps of Logan Wilson. I think that's got to be amended because uh, he looks like the best one of the bunch.
1: I'm going to go with Robert Hunt, the Dolphins' offensive lineman, who was their second round pick out of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Start him at right tackle. Jesse Davis is easily your worst <laughs> offensive lineman. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're already starting Austin Jackson, a rookie at left tackle. Uh, um, what is Michael Deeter? Second year now at yep. center. My king, Solomon Kinley, rookie at right guard. Might as well just start another young guy. Threw Robert Hunt in there. Eric Flowers has been solid at left guard. And I just love the idea of Hunt and Kinley playing together on the right side of that line and just two road grading maulers. Good so. week for it, too, because Seattle can't fucking rush the passer. Um. And Jesse Davis' legitimacy is terrible. Yeah, okay.
0: So I'll, that's a good one.
1: Thank you. You know what else is a good one, AJ? 2020 best year of my life okay uh and manscaped might not agree with me but they're our sponsor and they have the manscaped lawnmower 3.0 it's a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low the lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an led light so you can manscape in the shower in the dark or in a dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawmore 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered, tempered stainless steel tools. Lots of words there, and it includes <laughs> tip tweezers, rounded-point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant moisturizer. This will help you tame that sw- summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having a clone that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscape.com, and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair. That's 20% off with free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. It's time to grab twenty twenty by the horns by shaving that front trunk. Okay, uh, before we get out of here, let's do our, our picks. Uh, last week, I went 8-8. Eight eight. What did you go, AJ? Uh,
0: no big deal. Went 12-4. and four.
1: Easy breezy. Must be sick. Must be sick. I'm 25-22-1 on the season. What are you? 29-18-1. Oh, that sounds so much better. Oh, it's not it's like what I would give. Yeah. <laughs> what I would give to be you. Um, okay, Thursday Night Football. We got a barn burner in New York at MetLife. The Broncos are two point two point favorites at the Jets, despite Brett Ripon being their starting quarterback this week.
0: I uh, I went back and forth. <laughs> Not in a good way. It's just like the lesser of two evils. Uh, I'm going to pick the Broncos because I want to see Adam Gase get fired, and there's a rumor if he loses, he's going to get fired. So go Broncos.
1: Literally, I'm only taking them for the same reason. Um, I wouldn't like – yeah. I, also, I love Brett Ripon. I think he could be a Nick Mullins like, backup.
0: Yeah. I love Brett Ripon too. So it's like it's it's so many reasons to cheer for the Broncos.
1: Yeah, we're just yeah, pick, who, pick who you're cheering for. It makes it more fun. Uh, 1 p.m., the Colts are in Chicago uh, taking on the Bears. Colts, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road.
0: Yeah, I don't really like that. Uh, I don't believe in the Bears, but the Colts aren't great either. They beat up on the fucking hapless Jets. I'll take the Bears as a road dog. Uh, sorry, a home dog.
1: It sounds like you do believe in the Bears because they're 3-0 and you love them. I will be taking the Colts. I will be betting on my king, DeForest Buckner. My my queen Darius Leonard, Uh, and and and, uh, we both know how much I love the Colts.
0: The Bears maybe Jonathan Taylor breaks out. The Bears pass blocking has been like weirdly good this year.
1: Is this uh, is this finally the um, the reversal game? Yeah, probably. Okay, sure. I was going to talk about the rookie tight end who I can't remember the name of. Cole Komet. Is this oh. the Cole Komet breakout game?
0: <laughs> oh, God. It's not great for Cole Komet when you can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's,
0: he's done nothing. He's done nothing.
1: Yeah. Um, 1 p.m., New Orleans on the road at Detroit. Saints four-point favorites against the Lions. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Saints. Oh, I'm taking the Colts. The Colts. I said that, right? I you did
0: you, know. did, you did, you did, yeah. Uh, I'm taking okay. the Saints, and I'm not thinking twice about this one.
1: That's enough analysis for me and I agree fire Matt Patricia fire Matt Patricia fire Adam Gase fire Dan Quinn yeah you're right Um, there was somebody else oh fire um, Doug Marone Uh, (laughs) 1pm the Cardinals are are going to Carolina take on the Panthers Cardinals 3.5 point favorites on the road I'll just throw this in if they
0: fire Doug Marone right now Jay Gruden's gonna like be interim coach and like end up being the full time head
1: coach yeah 100% 100% so
0: hold on to Doug Marone until the off season and clean staff uh, I'm taking Arizona. Uh, I think they're better. I know Carolina won this week, but uh, Kyler Murray's fine. back. Yeah, threw three picks. It's not happening again. Roll cards.
1: Yeah, again, this Panthers defense is very young. Uh, outside of Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin, Shaq Thompson, Dante Jackson. Wow, there's so many good players as I keep naming them. Uh, but no, I will be taking the Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think they can stop him. Yeah. Uh, one one p.m. Jacksonville against Cincinnati Bengals. Three point favorites at home.
0: I'm taking the Bengals. I, one, I want to cheer for Joe Burrow. Two, I think they're gonna win. But this should be like like, I mean, this isn't a game we'll be watching live. But it'd probably be a fun goofy game to watch on uh on Rewind.
1: Yeah. No. I, I, I agree. The uh, although it is the Jay Gruden revenge game. Um, oh shit!
0: I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah, see you gotta think about that. Uh but I don't know why he's getting revenge on the team that got him a head coaching <laughs> job, but hey. Uh but you know, I, I, I think uh Joe Burrow should be able to dissect a secondary that could not stop Ryan Fitzpatrick.
0: Yeah, Henderson against Burrow, uh pretty
1: fun. I agree. Um one PM Cleveland going to Dallas. Cowboys four and a half point favorites that one.
0: Is this the best one o'clock game?
1: Yeah yes and it, but it's not yes. saying. yes unless much. you want to see just, unless you want to see justin herbert against the Bucks.
0: yeah i guess okay which we'll get in, in a, no in a i night. think
1: it's like definitely this game though it's definitely browns cowboys and yeah,
0: I'm, I'm taking the cowboys i think it should be a good game the cowboys offense is, is humming right now it's fucking four wide receivers deep it's sick uh the injuries are a little scary miles garrett might be eating especially if tyron doesn't come back um I still think the Cowboys have too much firepower, it, but it should be like totals fifty-five. It, uh, like it should be right around there. It should be a fun game.
1: Uh, I will be taking Dallas. I don't. I don't know what. The, the, I don't think the Cleveland secondary can handle yeah. what Dak's throwing right now. I think exactly. that's going to be the biggest difference. And there is the Mike McCarthy train pulling into the station. <laughs> uh, One p.m. The Seahawks are six and a half point favorites on the road against the Dolphins.
0: Fin's up. Uh, I think the Dolphins cover this one. I got a bad feeling in the gut. Yeah, the the Dolphins secondary is like maybe the worst in the league right now, and Russ is cooking as everyone knows in the, on the entire planet. I got a bad feeling. I, I I I don't know if Seattle's won there in a while. Such a
1: reverse jinx. Oh my Shut, god. Up. Shut the fuck up. I got a bad Friend feeling. Friend of the this show, one. Matt McCoon's gonna be triggered.
0: <laughs> I think. Oh yeah, he's gonna be pissed. I hope he doesn't listen. I think. I, honestly, I think this. I'll be honest. I think the Seahawks win, but don't cover.
1: Okay, I think the Seahawks destroy the Dolphins. No, you're wrong. Um, DK, Metcalf, <laughs> shut up. Russell Wilson's the MVP. I mean, I, I think they'll give up points because their defense is horrible. But yeah, uh, uh, pound that over. Um, but yeah, no. Russell Wilson's MVP. They can't stop both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Noah uh, eyes him for a long day. 1 p.m. So, Chargers. We're done talking about this okay. game. I don't need your reverse jinx bullshit. 1 p.m. The Chargers <laughs> and Justin Herbert are on the road taking on the Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa Bay is seven and a half point favorites. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks. Uh, just keep this one simple. I think the Bucks defense, as we alluded to
0: earlier, is good. Too much for Justin Hebert. Uh And I think the Bucks cover and win.
1: I agree. I, I think Herbert's going to be in for a really tough day against that that creative uh, Bucks yeah. front seven,
0: especially if the the Charges line is still dinged up.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, last 1 p.m. game that has a spread. Baltimore, 13-point favorites on the road at the Washingtons.
0: Uh, I'm taking Baltimore. They're going to bounce back. They're going to kill Washington. It's a a bus ride over. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Um, I guess we'll do the two 1 p.m. games that don't have spreads right now. Let's do it. Uh, uh, Because of the Titans and the Vikings, COVID scares. Uh, 1 p.m., the Vikings are in Houston. Texans, I put the line at 3.5. What do you think? Hey, me too. Okay, we'll <laughs> roll with that, and I will be taking the Texans three and a half. The Texans looked good against Pittsburgh. Uh, there was a point in time where I thought Deshaun Watson was just going to dominate them. Uh, the Vikings secondary is going to be, I think, this is the big Texans do have life bounce back game from Deshaun Watson as they cook the Vikings secondary.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think just the fucking Watson against the secondary is too much. Uh, for, for the fun of it, I put the total up 46 and a half. I don't know if that matters, but I did.
1: Okay, sick. Poundly <laughs> over. Uh, other 1 p.m. game, the Steelers are on the road at, at Tennessee. Uh, I put Titans two-and-a-half-point favorites, but if they can't go to their facility until Saturday, how mm-hmm. does that change the line?
0: I also put, tennis, I, I put Tennessee minus two. Uh, I don't know. Okay, because I,
1: I put that line not considering that.
0: Me too, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's like Obviously, that's something we've never had to uh, think of before. It's weird. Uh, Vegas might play it straight. I don't know. I think I feel like Vegas have been playing these pretty straight so far.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you wanna? We'll go with two as the line.
0: Sure. And uh, who are you taking? Right.
1: Okay. I'm gonna take the Steelers plus two.
0: I'll take the Steelers plus two too. Uh,
1: the Titans are playing everybody close right now. Yeah. Um, should uh, be
0: a good, good football game.
1: It should be. It's. It's. That's the best one PM game. Uh, you yeah. you said it was Browns Cowboys, but I think it's this.
0: I, I forgot about that one, and it might not happen. It might be Monday night, so
1: yeah, it might be Double Monday, which is actually what I'm hoping for. But yeah,
0: no, if it is, if it is at one o'clock, I agree, it's the best one.
1: All right, we got three, four o'clock starting with that four o five. The Giants at the Rams. Rams thirteen point favorites. It's at four o five because yeah. no one's gonna care because the Rams are gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. walk them. Yeah, Rams. The are Giants walk. are pathetic. Uh, I've never seen a team give up so many touchdowns without touching the ball carrier as they did against the 49ers, and the 49ers were running with backups. <laughs> uh, so um, give me the rest. Um, can Joe Judge be a one-and-done? I don't think he will be, but he, I think he should be. Okay. Uh,
0: I think... Uh, I don't. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's not like the um, Giants um, to uh, fire someone after one year.
1: Yeah. 425, The Pats at Chiefs. Chiefs, seven-point favorites.
0: I am going to take the New England Patriots plus the points. I think the Chiefs win. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Patriots cover. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun, though. I I, I just trust BB to figure something out for Mahomes. And, like, not to stop him because there's no stopping him, but to slow him down. And uh, I think they're going to hang around enough. I think Cam Newton's playing great and obviously good enough. The line's good. I think everything's going to come together for <laughs> a close Chiefs victory.
1: Uh, I will be taking the Pats to cover, but, yeah, I agree. Chiefs win, Pats cover. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're really going to take advantage of the Chiefs linebacker issue. I think that's the big thing you have to take advantage when playing them. I know they just handled Lamar in, in that Ravens offense, but uh, Josh McDaniels has been creative as hell with that yeah. Pats offense. J.J. Taylor breakout uh, game. Hell yeah. 425. Bills at Raiders. Bills, three-point favorites on the road.
0: I kind of went back and forth, but I, I love the Bills, man. I'm staying with the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen, it's amazing right now. I, I, I'm going to keep picking the Bills until he falls off
1: the cliff. Uh, I will also do the same. Um, although the Raiders are much more fun to watch. Even in that Pats game where they end up getting blown out in the end. It was a competitive first half, and I, I do like watching them.
0: Yeah, Specifically no. their
1: offensive line yeah for sure uh sunday Night football hell yeah eagles have 49ers Niners six and a half point favorites that's how bad the eagles are that nick mullins might be starting this game and the 49ers are favored. can,
0: can i pick going to bed early
1: oh, come on that's nothing. not cool that's not cool that's <laughs> not cool uh it was uh, against the integrity of the show
0: niners win eagles cover and that's all i'll say i am taking the eagles
1: um, I am taking the 49ers I to know. cover. Uh, I hate the Eagles. They're a disaster. Watch right for, now. watch for the Javon Kilab breakout. Watch for Jalen Hurts to take over as the Eagles starter. Those are my two, my <laughs> two things. <laughs> um, Monday Night Football: the the Falcons at the Green Bay Packers. Packers seven and a half point favorites.
0: Fifty seven and a half is the total. I, I I don't know the last time we've seen a total that high. I almost feel like this might be a backdoor cover situation, but I mean the Falcons are too low. I'm, I'm taking the and the Packers have been amazing. I'm taking the pack.
1: I will I will call this as the Aaron Rodgers ending Dan Quinn's tenure in Atlanta. <laughs> Packers won big, baby. So all right, that that's it. That's all of them.
0: So quickly, we're predicting Adam Gates and Dan Quinn to be on the street by this time next week.
1: I thought I honestly thought Dan Quinn would be by this morning. But. I
0: I did too. I I did. Yeah.
1: Um, finally, wait, that was all the games. Yeah.
0: That's it, baby. We did it.
1: No, let's uh, let's throw in. Uh... Oh, that wasn't going anywhere. So thanks for <laughs> listening, guys.